Welcome. So good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. I'm so glad you've taken some time out of your day to join us uh, to do just that, whether it's on a Wednesday or Thursday or when, uh, you know Monday, whenever it is that you're watching this. I'm so glad that you've taken some time out uh, of your day to to join us. And if it is the middle of your week, if it is Wednesday and you're listening to this today, uh, it is while well, I'm recording this. So uh, if it is Wednesday when you're listening to this, I'm glad that you've taken some time out in the middle of your week to really hopefully refresh and uh, re-energize. And, and hopefully be maybe challenged and uplifted and encouraged by what God has to say to us and what he is calling us to, to do and to be as his uh, people. You know, we're going through a series on Sunday mornings called um, Faith and Doubt, and we're just looking at some different things as it relates to doubt and uncertainty and maybe some questions specifically. We're walking through a couple of those uh, last week, and, and we will be for the next couple of weeks. And, and I got to thinking about um, something called uh, junk DNA. I, I don't know if you've heard of that, but it was one of those you know, facts, quote unquote, that um, unbelievers and atheists, uh, especially those who were very um, antagonistic towards the Christian faith, love to use in attempting to prove that we were not created by God, that we were just some cosmic accident, Big Bang Theory, all that good stuff, that, that God is not creator, there is no God, you know, we, we're just here by some random accident. Uh, again, junk DNA is what it was called. And and so when, just to kind of explain some of the background, when studying the DNA code in, in living cells, it it seemed, as they as they initially found, that only about 2% of that was useful. And so some 98% of our DNA, um, scientists concluded, was just junk. Of course, that would certainly not be the way that a quote-unquote, supreme creator would design life and create life. And so that was an argument by some to be against the belief in, in a creator God. But what appeared to be fact, um, or that some thought was fact, however, um, came to be studied more and, and more. And, and as they explored this complex creation known as life, they have since found that actually what was once considered junk is really not junk at all. But that more and more of what they study is, you know, again, what they call junk DNA, more and more of what they study is actually biochemically active and functional and purposeful even. Of course, I'm not going to get into all of that um, because I'm I'm not a scientist by any means. Uh, But as Christians, we already knew this, right? I already knew this. And don't misunderstand me. Again, I'm not a scientist. I, I I don't know all that stuff, but I am a believer in God. And I believe that we were created by God. And yet at the same time, my understanding of him is is always going to be limited because I am the creation, not the creator. And so, of course, I believe that God knew what he was doing when he made you and he made me. The facts that that so often are used to disprove the existence of God have now been shown to be facts, uh, not, not shown to not be facts, at all. Instead, they were opinions based on limited knowledge. And the more those quote-unquote facts come out, the more we find them to be um, just biased opinions that the facts are actually, when they do come in, uh, res- disrespute those those uh, claims that are made in the first place. And they're often uh, proved to be wrong what was thought to be true. That's why I appreciate the many scientists who are believers in God. They will admit that, that we as humans don't know or, or even understand much of this world that, 
though we may live in it, we, we just don't understand much of what we see and, and experience around us. In fact, uh, many of those scientists who are believers will make strong arguments that, that what we discover continues to prove that God exists. Of course, the reality is that God does not have to prove to you or me that he exists, and yet he does. I love what Paul writes in Romans chapter 1, verse 20. He says, For since the creation of the world, since, since all of the, what we see and, and, and experience around us came into being, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been not just barely seen, but clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people, me, you, all the world around us, so that we are without excuse. You see, God has made himself known, and he continues to make himself known. And I can believe it, or I can choose to not believe it. And so can you. Just don't be fooled by people who claim to have proof that he doesn't. By the way, one more thought. Not only has he given us proof that he exists and that he is alive, but even more than that, he gives us proof that through him, we can have life, both in this life and in the life to come through his son, Jesus Christ. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.